Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Mm-hmm. Let me first mm-hmm. ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. Throw wait. me the pig. I, I think. I think. Throw I, me the pig. No, you don't. It's not. <laughs> Throw a, me the fucking pig. <laughs> it's not a pig. It's a bunny. <laughs> first off, I called it a pig as well, but yeah. just because it oinks doesn't mean it's a, a pig, which is a lesson we should all take home. It's a bunny. Hey, roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Welcome to another edition of Thrifty Podcast, the only second-hand show where it's simultaneously Halloween and Flag Day all year round. I'm your host, Toddy, and welcoming back to the Thrifty Couch, throw those W's up, welcoming back Josh Last Call Larkin, two weeks in a row for you, Josh. Yeah, look at that. We're getting some consistency back in things. Although it's nice to have, I love it when other people come on because... I always judge the show harshly when I'm on it because... Oh, yeah? You have notes on it. I mean, well, no, I don't take notes on it. I, just, <laughs> I have depression in general, so when I hear myself, I go, uh But I, I think it would be interesting if you heard a thrifty podcast. If I'm sure you have, but I'm saying you take notes on the next guest episode and then report back. I don't like doing that because like, everybody's got their own style, and I want them to have their own style. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this. Other people <laughs> who come on this show have their own podcasts that are successful. Yeah, I bring people on who have their own podcasts or who who like to thrift or anything like that for anybody who's listening to the show other than this being your first episode. But you are the best co-host in the world. You're the right-hand man of Thrifty Podcast, and that's why you're back. All because I sat in the right place at a shitty school when we worked together. I met you at a job, and now we work on this job together, which is my job. Yeah, and Thrifty I just... Thrifty is my job. I just come in to do the job, brother. <laughs> Um, But we had an interesting day thrifting. Of course, we went to a Goodwill outlet. We bought some stuff by the pound. After last last week's episode, we had a killer haul. This week, we're more focusing in on it is a smaller haul, but not every haul from the thrifting mines is a home run. But we did get some vintage clothes and other stuff like that. But it's been quite the chaotic day. We just got some pizza inside our bellies. That the best term I thought of is undesirable pizza. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got skunked at the Goodwill, so I got nothing. Skunked you got, out. You got the haul today. Uh, but then we went for our first option, which we was... We had four plans yeah. for food today. We went for the hot and ready right off the bat because we thought, you know, we'll get a pie. You know, we haven't done that in a while. We haven't got little C's in a while. And apparently, we haven't gotten little C's in... We are the reason they've shut down. We hadn't gone in a while, and we went today. Mm-hmm. 
completely dark storefront with just stickers or little uh, flyers on the windows. Yo, we rolled no up. longer around. So we went thrifting. We wanted to get Little Caesars pizza to maybe throw in our stomachs before this whole th- kitten caboodle gets underway. Plan A pizza. Little Caesars. Roll up to the shop. Nothing. It's gone. It's gonzo. And I'm not talking about the Muppet. It was gone. There was ladders and then one one light on in the back. Empty store. Completely. Yeah. Ovens out. Counters even gone. Counters gone. That's Which a good point. Takes yeah. some serious effort. <laughs> so they left in a hurry. So that was plan A. So we were pissed off about that. So plan B was to order Taco Bell. No, plan B was Jose and Tony's. Oh, so, okay. So the local Tex-Mex joint around where I live, it's been there since 1974. So it's been there. People have ate at Jose and Tony's. Popular joint. It's a good spot. We roll up there. Jose and Tony's closed. Now, there was a vicious rumor going around locally that Jose and Tony's would be closing. Turns out, very true. Jose and Tony's bar is open, but no food. Foodless. I don't understand. If you're going to, I mean, maybe they're just, you know, running out of the liquor that they still have on hand. You maybe know? they just had liquor and they're just like, we're just going to punch through this liquor because we're closing. Yeah, you got to do the last ditch. I mean, either that or pour it all into one giant jug and you just get really fucked up. We could have done that. That's something we didn't do. I regret that piece. Plan C was what I mentioned. Taco Bell via the very popular, very well-liked Grubhub app. Featuring free delivery. Featuring free delivery. Now, we live in a Taco Bell twice a week world right now. This apartment, we eat Taco Bell twice a week here. And with free delivery, I don't have to do anything. So I just get like the nacho fries and I get like one like burrito and I'm good. Well, the delivery upcharge now is $4 and that went into effect today. Which Today. was like the entire cost of your order previously. Was four bucks. So Plan C Taco Bell via Grubhub Dunzo. That's gone, right? Plan D was pizza, because that was also Plan A. But Plan D, we went back to pizza. But and, delivered. But delivered. Dude shows up drunk. He was absolutely <laughs> drunk when he brought the pizza to us. Dude shows up drunk. With He's, a co-pilot. Yeah, he has his boy in the car, which you could assume, like, it's got to be, like, if the dude driving is drunk, dude in the passenger seat got to be skunked. He's holding know. the bottle. He's got better access to and it. And I, that wasn't a great scene for me to see because I felt bad because obviously you can't drink and drive. Don't be drinking and driving. That's a sad sight. I almost wanted to report it. Don't also drink and drive and do your job. And the pie that we got, the pizza that we end up getting, was not cooked. And it made me miserable. Made me way more miserable. It was like 80% of the way there, and then they just threw it in the box. It didn't sit well. We got ham on it. TMI, we got ham on it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. So that was what we did for dinner. So we're all kind of like pissed off as it as it is. But at least we're not hungry. We're not hungry anymore. So we could have our episode in peace now. And today when we went to the Goodwill outlet, as I mentioned before, we got some clothes, 
there were some friends there that I haven't seen in a bit. Uh, the first thing I want to go over today is, though, we have a squishy pink bunny. There's nothing quite special about this bunny except when you squeeze it, it... And that's what it does. And it sticks out its tongue when it makes that noise. So you squish it, and its tongue <laughs> it, its tongue ekes out. So what I wanted to do with this bunny for this episode is we'll, we'll, we'll trade it back and forth, right? If I say something that you disagree with, you chime in with a... And then pass it over to me. When I disagree with something you say, I will chime in with a... Sound good? We've turned the podcast into a child's therapy session. It's a child's therapy session. So you start out with that, and you could squeak it liberally, but I will be squeaking it back liberally if you squeak me liberally. See, if you have this when we play Thrifty versus Modern, I know, or Vintage versus Modern, I know that you're going to use it in an egregious way to talk shit. Yes, that's how I will be using it to talk shit later on. And that's how I used it in the Goodwill store as soon as... And we've had this now in our possession for like six hours, Six maybe. hours, probably. And as soon as we got it, I started dicking around with it, and it was hilarious to me, and to the point where a woman in Goodwill actually commented. And oh, yeah? It was, yeah, she just snuck up behind me and went, you have a little too much fun with that. Oh! <laughs> I was like... Was it was it the lady that gave me the hockey jersey? It was not her. No, this was a raggedy old like skeletal blonde lady. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah, there were a few there today, but she's the one that's always there. Yeah. Um, but it's really good and it weighs nothing, so I'm happy that you brought it home to dick around with. Cause so anytime we disagree. That's when you're going to go ahead and smash it. And it's still funny to me after all this time. It is. Now, before we got into our own thrift haul, we found someone's secret stash today. Now, I've been known to collect items in my cart from the Goodwill outlet. And if I don't want to buy them or I just don't want to pull the trigger on them, but I'm there two, three days a week. So what I will do sometimes is I'll take something out of my cart and hide it in the store. Um, case in point, that antique phone, that a antique phone that I put it back in the Goodwill outlet, there is a, a desk drawer that from a desk that has been there for about a month. Yeah, they have the bins, which they rotate, and then furniture, which just sits there until sold. So if you've watched Thrifty Podcast Thrift Hall videos, which you could watch on YouTube or you could watch on our Facebook page, I hid an antique phone there in one of the back drawers and found it, refound it when we were out, and then got it. Well, Josh, you were going through those drawers today, and what did you find in there? Well, since I got skunked, I was, you know, spending some time going through rummaging, mm -hmm. as they call it, because I knew you had a stash there, and yeah, it's not a, a bad idea. Mm -hmm. And we found the legendary cat guys. Cat guy. Goodwill Outlet regular cat guys, cat stash. Yeah, we found his El Dorado of little kitties. <laughs> uh, 
It was in the bottom right drawer of a big, like, oak desk, and the top of it was covered with, like, a dozen ties. Mm-hmm. And we find ties everywhere. It's the thrift store ties that you're thinking of. That, yeah, they're your grandfather, your dad, anybody who's died and had ties. They just, nobody <laughs> wants them because they're out of style, so they just go to Goodwill. And they were never in style, those ties. No, and I mean, that's probably what, you know, our grandkids will say about the ties we bought from Wish.com, the app. Maybe. Yeah. You know? God but bless. He had twelve ties set over a blue plastic bag that was tied shut. So I immediately opened it, not knowing it's Cat Guy stash right away. Mm-hmm. And when I opened it, uh, the first thing I saw was a black cat face staring mm-hmm. back at me. Mm-hmm. And so I moved that out of the way, and there was another cat, mm-hmm. and another cat, and then a ceramic cat. Mm-hmm. And then another a pillow cat, which you threw at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You threw that one at me. Yeah, that was actually that was maybe the second thing I found because as soon as I recognized it was Cat Guy Stash, I wanted to get your mm-hmm. attention because I knew I had a real gem on our hand. Like that's like finding the independence, uh, you know, the Declaration of Independence behind a painting. Only cat drawers. Only yeah, totally worthless. If it was like Alexander Hamilton's childhood scribble. You know, mm-hmm. and you couldn't prove it was his. You're just like, oh, and, they're cats. And Cat Guy, for new listeners to the show, he is a regular where we go thrifting, and anything cat-related he will buy, cat clothes, he uh, he buys even human clothes with cats on them, he wears cat hats, um, we... He bought the cat, uh, the cat head, the big... The cat head. I purchased a cat, giant cat mascot head that I bought for the show, we did it for a live show, and then I donated it back, and it went to Cat Guy. Well, you had found his secret cat stash and posed it on the desk. Because included with the cats, there were, I think, a dozen or a half dozen cats and a cat toy, like the little ball on a spring with the base. Mm-hmm. And so I had set them up to make the cats look like they were playing with it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to leave it like that. So when Cat Guy came back in, maybe he would think his cats got out. And had a mind of their own. Mm, see, here's I'm gonna oink you on this. I know you were the first one that I said could oink, but as the host of the show, I'm gonna take my oink back. I'm gonna oink you here. And it's the not reason, even an oink; it's a bunny. It, I don't know what the the bunny the noise, bunny though. oink. <laughs> I'm going to disagree because you think that the cat guy planted the stash in that drawer, much like I do when I'm there. My opinion is. A friend of Cat Guy found a bunch of cat stuff. Cat Guy wasn't there yet for the day, and they hid it under a bunch of ties in the drawer. And that's where you're going to oink me back. I will oink you back <laughs> just once as a point of disagreement because if I hid something for you, when you hid the phone for yourself, sure. if you thought further, you'd have been like, oh, I'll cover it with some ties. If I hide a phone for you, I'm not going to think – Oh, I'll cover it with ties. I'm just gonna tie it in a blue bag because you don't need. It's already tied in the blue bag. You can't see that they're cats without untying it. Yeah. So the cats were safe without the extra layer of ties. However, cat guy loves cats so much he, he wanted, tied it. He put ties over top he, so nobody would find them. He tied it and then he double tied it with the physical ties that he hid. And I haven't heard that perspective before about that said incident, so I I won't oink you back. 
I still think it's 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 up for grabs as far as what could happen. But you left the cat toys on the oak desk, and I originally was like, well, you got to put Cat Guy's stash back, which, by the way, I still agree with. You got to put it back because I don't want – if I have a stash there that I have yet to buy, I don't want people – you know, putting it out there for grabs. Especially, we share a drawer now. If cat you, guy shares a drawer with me, but nobody was going to be buying that. If you left those cat toys and those plush cats on that oak desk, it would have been fine because no, nobody would have bought them. No, and that's the thing. Nobody would have bought cat guys. The only one there were, you know, there's always cats in the bins. There's always stuffed cats. Every kid has no stuffed one cats. is going to want them. They're always out there. These cats weren't any special kind of stuffed cats. They were just. Cat guy loves cats that much. You know what? Here, throw that over to me. I'm gonna oink myself real quick. I'm, I, you know, I'm. I'll look away. I'll oink myself real quick. I'll give me three oinks on it because I now am oinking myself because I agree with you, and the reason why I agree with you is if those were found in the bins, nobody would take them, right? So I think the cat guy was just like, I have too much cat stuff today, so I'm going to hide my stash for the next time. Because he'd be the only one to think if he didn't hide that, somebody would want it. The little does cat guy know, nobody wanted it. He's next level cat guy. Like, Mm -hmm. I saw a Garfield journal today. Mm -hmm. Cat guy would have bought that. Yes. Because it just had Garfield... And it unfortunately it wasn't cat. it wasn't written in because I would love to read a Garfield fan's journal. That's that's true. That's Red, true. <laughs> read Garfield today. Wouldn't believe what he's up to. <laughs> John, what a character today. Oh man, I tell you that Odie. But no, Cat Guy's the only guy who cares about those items that fucking much. Mm-hmm. Which is sad and noble all at the same time. Speaking of sad and noble, we should go over our thrift haul what we got today. You got skunked. Let's be real. You yeah. got skunked out there today. Sad and noble were my attempts to find things today. Um, I'm going to start off with my beach gear, I believe. My beach gear that I'm going to set up. And I've said before, I'm not much of a cigarette smoker. But this summer, I plan on ripping cigs like slamming cigs heavy at the beach with my new beach attire because you're going to become like a vintage newport ad wearing this gear there's actually heavy rumors going on now that i might do a trip to la soon oh i don't have money for it so that's why it could be not happening but that's why i've been selling some thrifting stuff to get money for that um, I'm also going to WrestleMania too. Tan Todd is such a foreign concept to me. Like, tan, I'm going to be tan. If you come back with like the Hulk Hogan like mm-hmm. darkness, I know we talked about that racist last week, and I don't want to bring him up again. But if you come back with that that tan that look, I just I can't picture you tan. It's very hard. We'll see. So what I have, the first piece of merchandise I have is a vintage pair of swim trunks. Now, the swim trunks are from 1989, and they are, like, uh, they're blue. They're out-of-the-bottle blue, and then they have a powder blue stripe across them, and around the powder blue stripe is two small pink stripes. So they're blue shorts with a blue stripe and two pink stripes. So to match with this... I got myself a bright pink hat with blue embellishments, and it says Juggernaut 
right on the front of it. Um, it's hard to tell when this hat is from. I want to argue that it's from the same era. But I, on the front of it, you have the Coppertone girl getting her pants pulled down by a dog. Yeah, and Jugger and Knot are separated by the Coppertone girl. And I just noticed that the, the swim shorts that go with it, too, like not only does the pink match perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but I would recommend Cloroxing the net, but even the ties on the uh, the swim trunks. Yes, the ties even go. And the cool thing about this is is I'm, I could wear both of these at the same time. And um, if I'm chilling in L.A., it's a great L.A. look. Um, but this it's a bright pink hat, and the copper tone girl, as you mentioned, is between Jugger and Knot. And so it, it it's classic beach get-up. And to top it off, what I will be laying on in the hot summer sand is a towel from Florida. So I'm not going to Florida, but I am going to L.A. And what we have on it are brightly colored fish. Um, it's as tropical as the United States gets. Um, we have an angel fish. We have an angler fish with a little antenna poking out of it. You got a big sunfish here going on. But we got bright pinks, bright oranges, bright yellows, and it's going to go with my gear. Yeah, it's got the blue. It's got the pink. It's got the look of summer of 1988. Like I was born in 87, so I was one year old when that was – damn, dude. I Getting old is not – it's exactly it's actually exactly what I thought it would be. It sucks, dude. I know. I'm older than you. Like just wait. Dude. I don't know that I'm going to make it, dude. I don't know that I'm going to make old age. I think about that every day. Like when I was in my early 20s, I was like there's no way I'm going to make it to 40. Like I listened to a lot of like the music from the, you know, the Forever 27 Club, all ever all the famous musicians, and I was like I'm going to die by the time I'm 27. And then mm -hmm. I got to 27. I had my kids. And I was like. I got another year. I'm still going. I'm still <laughs> chugging along. And I was like, well, we'll see how 30 looks. And now on the back half of 30 and closer to 35 or 35, uh, you know, moving towards 40 mm -hmm. and seeing all that in the rear view. There are good times. But every day I think, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go. What was your favorite age between 28 and 32 those years my years uh they all kind of blend together like yeah there, they are there wasn't like a standout like i'm not one of those people i don't categorize things in years to begin with i'm not like a new year's resolution or like wait to this date kind of person like mm -hmm. uh so it's just every day it's just the same struggle <laughs> and if you get through it you who knows what age you are <laughs> eventually we'll get to a birthday but you've you know we we lean on each other we have a great friend group and that's mm -hmm. the thing you reach out you just do what you can to keep progressing. Old age doesn't get easier, but you accumulate more fun things along the way. And speaking of no more birthdays, non-existent birthdays, we have something that is non-existent at least because we've looked on the internet for it. We couldn't find it anywhere. And this was made by AGC Incorporated. And it is a black banner with a piece of cake on it and on the piece of cake it's like what you'd think would be like a no smoking sign and on under the 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 no smoking sign is the piece of cake so the piece of cake is xed out signifying this banner is officially a no 
birthdays banner. Yeah, and I didn't think of it until you and I were just talking about the stories that we were prior to this lead-in, but maybe it's a funeral flag. Maybe Ooh. this is what you just hang at like a very fun memorial service. And you're like, hey, no more birthdays for Todd or Josh anymore. Like, Oh, that could be it. If you want to know like a dark thing, a dark thing that that remind me of. So when I went to school for photography, there was like this junkyard, uh, big junk. You'll see the tie in soon. There was this huge junkyard of just it, it was called uh, Miller Town Pick Apart. The name is useless. But basically what you would do is you would pay a fee to enter into this giant junkyard and then you would rip off. Any parts of any parts of any car in that junkyard, you pick apart and and haul them out. So it was a lot like Goodwill Outlet, where it's just like whatever you have, but for car parts. Yeah, but for car parts, they told me once upon a time there that um, if I see any flowers or bouquets in the car, what that signified is is somebody passed away in that car, and on the scene of the crime. To signify out of respect that somebody has passed on and they're still in the car, they put a bouquet of flowers in the back window. I have never heard that before. Who is they? Angels or the police? Uh, well, it's not the police. They're yeah, no I, angels. I don't see the police like carrying around flowers and the firefighters aren't like florists, mm-hmm. you know? like. So maybe if you pass away in your own house... You put out of respect, somebody hangs the the no more birthdays banner out front so you know that person has passed on. And see, that's what I want. I want my birthday or my funeral, rather, my last birthday. <laughs> my last <laughs> big birthday. I want I want that to be I want it to be a fun endeavor. And yeah. you know, my absurdist belief in life is just that shit gets weirder, but you enjoy the ride and you discover things along the way. But this kind of banner is exactly the thing I would hang at my funeral because I don't want to be like the dead body in the thing. That's I, beyond that. Do you want that. me to drape this over your body? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drape it over your, your dead body. Yeah, well, if you're going to have a body at my memorial service, I want it to be puppeteered. Otherwise, cremate ah. me. Because once I'm dead, there's no reason to stare at me unless I'm doing something. Uh-huh. So either make me entertaining or... Or just burn me. (laughs) (laughs) Make me the act or don't put me on the bill. I don't want people at my viewing or at a memorial service having fun talking about themselves. I want them to be like, did you see that thing Josh did? (laughs) Or you just don't want to be present for it. No. And that's how my uh, introvert, you know, lifestyle works. I either am very, very in or I'm out all the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, The last item for our thrift haul today actually is probably my favorite item of the week you could actually i got this earlier in the week but you could see that in the thrift haul video that we posted on facebook as well what we're looking at here josh is a vintage kennedy space center hat um now scouring the internet for hats like this um i could not find this exact hat which is pretty freaking cool um but hats similar to this are dated late 80s, early 90s. And what we're looking at, it's a blue trucker cap with a space shuttle on front of it hovering around Earth, and it says Kennedy Space Center in green. Um, It's actually Kennedy Space Center is one of 10 National Aeronautics and Space Administration field centers in America. 
cool thing about it. Since 1968, it's been NASA's primary launch center of human spaceflight. Yeah, the cool thing about it is they launch fucking things into space from it. Yeah. Well, uh, as we mentioned before, the Space Force is actually something we are interested in. Yeah, and uh, with the hat, I would say it's like on the 80s range there, just by the way that it crinkles. Yeah. I think once you get into the 90s, hats stop crinkling so much. And this crinkles. It crinkles, and it's a loud Late 80s, crinkle. early 90s. But yeah, we talked about the Space Force, and uh, you know, like with the resurgence, if we can get any interest in space whatsoever, mm-hmm. I'll give that fucking Muppet credit for at least <laughs> doing something and having one decent idea. As long as he's on the first spaceship, the fuck out of here. United States Space Force sounds a lot like a G.I. Joe mission. Like the G.I. Joe Space Force. It's a Saturday morning cartoon, like, Space Force! And it's just like the Muppet president. (laughs) But uh, the Kennedy Space Center, it's located actually on the east coast of Florida on Merritt Island. It has 700 facilities and buildings grouped across 144,000 acres, including a 525-foot-tall vehicle assembly building for stacking large rockets. So that's where all the spaceships are created and housed. Stacking large rockets sounds like just a sexy job to have. Like, if you met somebody at the bar... And you're like, oh, what are you doing? And you're like, I host a podcast. And you're mm-hmm. like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I stack large rockets. It's a it's a good Tinder. It's a good Tinder bio. It, I stash I I yeah, stash large rockets. <laughs> and I'm building for it. You could say the footage even. It's got its own atmosphere. It's that big. It has clouds and rain and shit like that. It's so tall. Mm-hmm. And this is actually one of my top three favorite hats that I own. Um, I did wash it thoroughly because it had – it was weird. It, it I wouldn't say that it had, like, dirt on it, but it had, like, a dust. It had du- heavy dust on the top of it. So as if it just sat on the shelf like that and then the dust accumulated. So I gave it a nice burn. – I burned off the germs. And, yeah, that's one of my favorite hats. Um, but, oh, you know what? Before we go to break, I was going to go to break, but I forgot about the thing that we were talking about right before we started. Um, also vintage. Also, what we got today, we're looking at, um, and obviously it's red and white, we're looking at a foreign Coca-Cola t-shirt. Now, um, it has the Coca-Cola logo on the front, also on the back, but it wasn't in English, but it's clearly Coca-Cola. Judging by the tag, we can't really identify it specifically. Because the tag doesn't say anything. It's that old. It's the tag worn, is gone. It's, it's worn completely off. The tag's intact. Just nothing, no information on it. It's about three-quarter length sleeves, maybe a little shorter, a little longer than long sleeves, but the sleeves are red, the shirt's white, and we'd found out that it's a Thai Coca-Cola. Yeah, we did some research because we're cultured on Thrifty, and we look sure. into things <laughs> intensively, and we Googled Coca-Cola in other languages, and we discovered that, yeah, it's from Thailand. And so to date it, I don't know. I would say 80s just by looking at the cut of it, um, the feel of it, everything like that. But I can't be like for sure. Um, it's definitely going to fit me and I'm going to wear it. I think it's, yeah, I think it's definitely in like that early 80s period. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think it's going to complement the shorts. It's not like maybe if you wash it with some other items and you accidentally turn it pink, uh, oh, it'll you've, pop. You've known how to do that. Oh, I've done that very, very recently. Uh, despite being on the planet for three and a half decades, I don't know how to do my own fucking laundry. And yeah, I recently turned two uh, shirts. One of them was thrifted, uh, the long Nike shirt that had the, the dope uh, yeah. sleeves on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I turned that pink too. Nice. See, I I will say it's only a matter of time before I pull some shit on myself like that because I do not separate the the lights and the darks. I don't. I'll go on record to say I don't separate the lights and the darks. I throw them in the washer and just cross my fingers, and I haven't had too many bleaching experiences or experiences of dye jobs. No, I always do my laundry on cold, and I just do it all together, but for some reason, I had switched the knob over, and it was actually socks. I didn't wash a red shirt. I had socks that had, uh, like, Flintstone-colored triangles on them, Mm -hmm. and uh, that is what did it. I don't know that I own... I own... I was about to say, I don't own nice clothes. I own nice clothes, but the nice clothes I own are like these like bougie, vintagey clothes that I wear. That's what I usually look like. I wear clothes that I thrifted today. But we're talking about like traditional nice clothes. The nicest clothes I have, I have like a sweater collection, a cardigan collection, and then flower ties from Wish.com, the app. Which is, I mean, a great place to get ties. They also stopped doing free delivery, which fucked up the tie game for us. They stopped doing free delivery, too. Yeah, you got to pay for delivery on the ties now. Jesus, Taco Bell all over again. Um, But we're going to hit commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to go into vintage versus modern. And I talked a little crap, excuse my language, talked a little crap about this. One star. One star. Um, I predicted that Josh, for Vintage versus Modern this week, will not get either of these correct. <laughs> Oink to me on that. Now that I've got a, a verbal way to disagree with you through the mouth of this bunny, mm-hmm. I'm going to use it because in the car I just went, yeah, 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 we'll see. I let you have your moment. And we'll 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 see what happens. Throw me throw me the oink, child. Wow, he threw it harder. I'm gonna oink you back because I'm gonna stick to my opinion. And we're gonna find out after these messages. Hey ghouls, I'm Sarah. And I'm Amanda. And we host Ghoul on Ghoul, a supernatural, sex-positive horror comedy podcast that features first-person encounters with the paranormal. Do you get horny for Bigfoot? Do you think the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia has a tight butt? Oh, does he? It really does. (laughs) Google it. Anyway, so if you are horny for ghosts, ghouls, vampires, UFOs, all things spooky and creepy, you should probably listen to Ghoul on Ghoul. You can listen on Libsyn, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. If you want to know what we're all about, you can find us on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at Ghoul at School Pod. We're also on Facebook. So if you want us to scare your pants off, take a listen to Ghoul on Ghoul. Goodbye. 
So we're back from break. And before we go into vintage versus modern, I want to give a quick shout out to now formerly the host of Podcast Night at the Tolma 2, Amanda Waltz from Ghoul and Ghoul Podcast, because actually our last piece to our thrift haul is a very cool shirt with a, a couple of different hip hop artists on it. And it says Game Changer. And the reason why I want to give a shout out to Amanda is because Amanda, host of the event, was like, find me a shirt that I could have some underboob exposed if possible. Find me a shirt with a zipper. So I said, okay, Amanda, I'll do it. And I did it. Of all the requests, maybe the most specific we've ever gotten, but nailed it. Find a shirt with a zipper. Did Uh, it. 110% because not only is it a shirt... That allows underboob. It's a shirt that says Game Changer, which is what underboob is. Right. <laughs> and so you could zipper it off halfway. Um, but Podcast Night at the Tolma is coming up Friday, April the 12th. It features Thrifty Podcast, the podcast you're listening to. I'll be there. Josh will be there. We'll have some friends alongside. And of course, surprises as usual. It will also feature Start the Beat with Sykes, Brian Howe, a.k.a. Sykes, legend in the podcast scene, and he will be there uh, interviewing a guest actually from Pittsburgh. And then our boys, Neon Brainiacs, 80s horror gentlemen, as I like to call them, Ben and Greg are back with another edition of Neon Brainiacs podcast at Podcast Night at the Tolma. It is pay what you will. There'll be a secondhand sale. So much going on that night. Ask for address if you live on the East Coast. And if spe- specifically, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, let me know. You'll get here. Yeah, we're going to uh, hang the no birthday cake sign. And that's how you're going to know front. where we are. Yeah, it'll be out front on the porch. So just look for the cake sign. Don't bring any cake. No cake, but you're there. So that's Friday, April the 12th, Thrifty Podcast, Start the Beat, Neon Brainiacs, hosted by Amanda Waltz, and we're going to have a good-ass time. When we're not going to have a good-ass time, well, I'm going to have a good-ass time, is the game we are about to play. And that is Thrifties, Vintage versus Modern. Vintage versus Modern. I'm going to request the pickback because I know you're, you're going gonna, gonna, gonna to say more things that will require disagreement. Do you want this. me to go first then on my on my item? Well, yeah. If you give me the pig, you okay. can go first because I'll probably disagree. Quickly. Okay. So for new listeners to the show, vintage versus modern is we find an object and we compare its vintage counterpart to its modern counterpart in value and see which one has more value. So I introduce a vintage object to Josh and a modern object to Josh of the same type, and he has to tell me which one goes for more value. First and foremost here, Josh, the first item that we have, we're going Ajax. Cleaning Solution Ajax. And see that face that you're giving me? That's the face saying, I'm not going to get this right. That's the 
That's the face. Why the <laughs> why? Ajax, baby. Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get you to go over two. So I'm. I'm just picking the most random objects I could think of. You play this game with a viciousness that is admirable. I know, I've never done vicious. I mean, it's. A- <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard oink. It's it's admirable but unnecessary. I'm not vicious. To come with an intent to I'm win. I'm vicious. I've never heard of that. I've never. No one has said I've, I'm vicious There's before. There's no prize if, <laughs> that you get if I lose. So Ajax. So first we'll hit you with the vintage Ajax. So you could see. So you could guess how much it is. So the vintage a- Ajax. The the description only says it's chlorine foaming powder, fourteen ounces. And it's from the 1980s. It's never been opened. It's sealed. It's Ajax chlorine foaming powder. Okay. Versus versus modern Ajax. Also 14 ounces. And this one comes with bleach in the formula. But also powder? Also powder. Okay. See, this may be easy for some folks who were an Ajax household... Mm-hmm. But we were a Comet household. Mm. And not only did Comet work, but it had a better like jingle than Ajax ever did. Oh, I don't know any of the jingles. Maybe we'll do the commercials this oh, week. Oh, you look up the Comet jingle. It's A+. plus. I'll uh, throw it in the commercials. It's The tongue was stuck out there for a second on the bunny. But yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go vintage on this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, wait. Mm-hmm. Let me first mm-hmm. ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. Throw wait. me the pig. I, I think. I think. Throw I, me the pig. No, you don't. It's not. <laughs> Throw a, me the fucking pig. <laughs> it's not a pig. It's a bunny. <laughs> the first time I called it a pig as well, but yeah. just because it oinks doesn't mean it's a, a pig, which is a lesson we should all take home. It's a bunny, but uh, let me let me first ask. No, you could go that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, ask your questions. Yeah. <laughs> ask your questions. Ask your questions. I'm not gonna trap you. Are are. Are they both full of product? Both of them are 14 ounces. Both of them are sealed. Okay. Uh, in that situation, I'm going to go with the vintage. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm sticking with my guns. I'm still going vintage. Uh, I'm going to go vintage by $1.50. I think you're going to get close to Sykes and me, mm-hmm. but not exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you went vintage $1.50. I'll take the I'll take the, the the bunny over here. In fact, I'm going to oink myself. This oink is for me because the vintage Ajax is nine dollars, but the modern Ajax is seven sixty. So you were almost exactly right. So I'll oink myself out the door. I'm. I'm and not, then I will pass the oinker back. I'm not sure of myself in a lot of situations. You almost perfected that. And that's what happens when people doubt me. Something in me <laughs> rises up and just, it's a fuck you thing that I Your have about me. Your brain became a computer and you almost got it right off the bat. As soon as it was, as soon as I knew sealed, old Ajax shouldn't be sealed. So that's a, that's a rarity. Okay. Uh, so and yeah, the vintage was nine, the modern was seven sixty, and you said the vintage by a, a dollar fifty. Yeah. So you had a buck forty. It was almost perfect. I was very close there. So I was wrong there. So let's see what I could have so you could oink me out. Yeah. Speaking of rarity, uh I think this may be a first 
for this of any type. We're going vintage versus modern concert tickets. Concert tickets. And you ask... The value? Well, yeah. And you ask, how is it vintage and modern? Mm -hmm. It's Madonna. That's how. Wow, this is an interesting one, dude. This is an interesting one, dude. And it's it's definitely not against the rules either. And here's my commitment to this. I did a of all the things, typically I just type it into eBay, but I had to do research on this cuz wow. I needed to calculate something and we'll we'll get into this. So the yeah. the vintage is vintage Madonna ticket. A Madonna ticket from the Seattle Paramount Theater. Seattle Paramount Theater. Okay. From April the 10th, 1985. 1985 versus... The Modern was her most recent tour. And what I did is I based it off of what would be the most popular venue. Okay. So it was Barclays Center in okay, 2016. Yeah. I'd buy that, yeah. And then I averaged the ticket prices on the secondhand market because I wanted to make it as comparable wow. as possible. So these are not street value tickets. These, these are secondhand ticket prices, vintage versus modern. Exactly. So this I came re- up with a way to make it fair. So you researched what a vintage Madonna ticket would be sold secondhand. I got the well, I got the vintage as a direct eBay. That was a sold okay. eBay. I see. But the modern I calculated the average ticket price to get into the Barclays Center on the second-hand market for the 2016 Rebel Heart Tour. Okay, so Rebel Heart Tour, modern, 2016, versus the vintage at the Seattle Paramount. I'm going to go modern. Modern Madonna tickets over the vintage by $20. Modern by 20 final answer. I'm happy that it's your final answer because it's the wrong one. Oink me out, dude. Oink me the fuck out. (laughs) Two oinks. I've got a beer, a microphone, notes. I can't handle this fucking oinking rabbit. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't disagree with you. You're just wrong. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I don't need to disagree with the fact. That's the problem. We don't have to disagree with facts. But yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, the modern... The average price to get into the Barclays Center on the second-hand market, $475. Yikers. The vintage, the reason, and you should maybe ask some of the clarifying, that's Madonna's first concert ever. And oh, wow. $599.99. See, here's what I based it off of. This is solely what I based it off of. Nothing about Madonna. Nothing about the music, nothing like that. I based it off of Seattle versus New York prices. Vintage Seattle prices versus modern New York prices. So I said that's why I went modern. Oh, I think it's also a logical conclusion to assume that the older an artist gets, the less likely it is that they Mm -hmm. tour again. I mean... As noticed by this, Madonna's been touring since 1985. Yep. So if you want to step away at any point in time, nobody's going to begrudge you. Mm -hmm. And so every time anybody tours, you can just be like, that could be the last one. So it was her first tour. It was the first tour. Damn, the first The first concert ever. Ever in history. (laughs) Well, like her first like big concert. And that ticket, the ticket that's selling for $599, because I was curious. Yeah. It was a $5 ticket Jesus. to see Madonna then. 
All right. Well, so far I've been wrong. You've almost perfect made a perfect score. So you are up one zero over me. I most at most I could tie this week at most. I I have hope for you because the the second one it's going to be good. Okay. So the second item I will present to you. What say you? Vintage versus modern. Raccoon skin hat. So we had Ajax is the first one, and raccoon skin hat is the second. Okay. The vintage raccoon skin hat is from the 1940s, Daniel Boone era, and it was made in Chicago. The modern raccoon skin hat was a quote-unquote mountain man raccoon skin hat and it also includes the face on the hat the modern one oh the oh. face skin on the modern i think the face is a game changer does it have the arms as well or just the face they both have the arms and they both have, well i guess you could say the legs they both have they both of them have legs oh yeah i guess yeah i guess and the tails legs, technically and but the modern mountain man one has the face but the vintage one is from the 1940s daniel boone era vintage versus modern raccoon skin hat oh this might be the throw me the oinker because i'll oink you out oh i dropped the oinker (laughs) i fumbled the oink job this might be one of the trickier little like caveats in an item like the face versus the age like Mm mm-hmm Although I don't know if the face makes it more or less desirable, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're thinking of like a pelt, you know, you don't think like you want to get the head off usually. I don't know. I'm not a hunter. I like animals. And like it's not a breed of hat that an attractive man gravitates towards. No. So if you're walking around (laughs) not on that spectrum of attractiveness and then you also have a dead animal's hat face mm-hmm. attached to your unattractive face mm-hmm. it's not like a, you're not not a good look you're not taking people you're home. a mountain man yeah you're a 145 in the morning the bar is closing kind of man at best <laughs> yeah uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna stick vintage on it vintage uh, on this one okay yeah just that it doesn't have like the quote mountain man like gimmick attached to it and it's just mm-hmm. being what it is it doesn't need a face to sell mm-hmm. i'm gonna go yeah vintage vintage by ten dollars vintage by ten dollars okay so the vintage raccoon skin hat the daniel boone era 1940s made in chicago goes for 25 dollars oh the face is more the modern one the mountain man with the face, $79. So this one got you beat. Blew out of the water. And I rolled this the dice. This one got you oinked. Yeah, I, I went red. I should have gone black on that. Like, it was either face or age. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, there were a shitload of old 40s hats that devalued. There's so many things that factor in. Well, what factored in? Is it deteriorated from the 1940s? I meant to ask you that, but I got distracted thinking about how gross it would be to see an ugly person walk around in a raccoon hat. See, the 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 face on the raccoon hat 
it, it does make it more expensive, I guess. But I threw that in there as a red herring because I thought that you may think that I put that in there for the exact purpose. And I did. <laughs> but it actually does make the it more expensive. The game has gotten to such a, cere- a cerebral level that you know I'll get grossed out thinking about things to fuck with me along the way. So modern by a bunch. So you're one and one. I'll give you the oinking rabbit back so you could oink me out if uh, I get this one wrong. So hit me with your second object, Josh, for vintage versus modern. I also went with cuddly animals, mm-hmm. except this one. Do they have faces? Yes. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Okay. Um, I got you. This is Boober from Fraggle Rock. Boober. And if you're not familiar with Fraggle Rock, it was a cart. Well, not a cartoon. It was a puppet show, mm-hmm. really, uh, in the 80s. And then it was rehashed on HBO. It was underground puppet civilization. Yeah, they were puppets and they lived underground and they talked to trash people. And they had little miniature green guys that built things. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Boober was like... He was one of the main ones. Yeah, and as I was looking up, there were multiple ones. And I don't know why, but I wanted to do a Fraggle Rock bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Boober happens to be the Fraggle that most resembles you. Yeah, I was about to say, I was waiting for you to say it, but I've been called Boober before. I've been called straight up Boober. I went, uh, When I said the word Boober, your eyes lit up yeah, like somebody I've from known, your past I've had known Boober. harkened you from the other room. But so you're telling me that you're telling me you picked Boober because I look most like Boober. I could have done any of these now, fraggles. Now, was that, was that like, was that a dig? Was that trying to get in my head? <laughs> no, it's a tribute to you. I mean. In tribute. I don't have uh, any partiality to a fraggle. Um, mm-hmm. I love the fraggles as a whole. Uh, well, I'm going to try to get the Boober then. You are the Boober to all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these Boobers are two different sizes and okay. two different years, of course. So the vintage is a 13-inch Boober plush mm-hmm. from 1983. So a plush. Are they both plush? They're both plush. So, okay, so we're looking at Boober plushes, stuffed animals. So what was the year? 1983 for the... 13 inches? The big Boober, yeah. The other Boober's a little smaller. Okay. Uh, and our modern Boober, he's a 10-incher. So mm-hmm. just three inches smaller but they're both licensed, Jim Henson, Fraggle, 100% authentic. Neither one are knockoff Fraggles. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Vintage Boober versus your modern Boober, but your modern Boober is smaller. Do we know the conditions of the Boobers? Uh, modern Boober, brand new Boober. Brand new um, Boober. Tags on Boober. Mm-hmm. Vintage Boober, just normal 1983 Boober. He's not like new in box. He was mm-hmm. a kid's toy in 1983, mm-hmm. so he's got normal 1983 usage. What I think is, I think I've been too jaded by this game. <laughs> and I think if we started Vintage versus Modern again and not had this back catalog of these, that I think if I was more innocent to the game... I think I'd be better at it because what I'm thinking of now is I'm thinking, well, the reason why the modern boober from Fraggle Rock is more money because it was like limited edition or blah, 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 blah. It is not. It is a mass market. 
And that's why I could have done any Fraggle. Because mm-hmm. there's there were a bunch of these in 1983. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of these now. To mm-hmm. give you a hint, they are regular, normal toy prices. They are not extravagant okay. $80 okay. face-on hats. Well, here's what I'm going to do then. <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go vintage. Vint, I'm going to go vintage, period. Next sentence. I'm going to go vintage by $8. Vintage. Are you going to oink me? Wow. I got oinked out 0 for 2? Yeah. You Did went, I 0 for 2 it? You 0 for 2 it. So uh, all that bravado for nothing. Nothing. Uh, nothing at all. So 10-inch modern boober sells uh-huh. for $25.19. Uh-huh. Vintage boober $22.49. I was thinking that's what the Fraggle Rock money would be. I thought it would be in the 20 range. Yeah. I uh, thought it'd be in that 20 range. It is, for both of them, $2.70. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference, the main difference, Boober's got normal wear and tear for mm-hmm. being a child's toy in 1983, mm-hmm. but that also means that the kid ate the tag. The kid ate the tag? The tag is <laughs> the tag is on there. The tag is on the toy, Jesus. but it has a hole in it, like a puncture oh, hole. I'm never I was never gonna guess like the kid ate the tag. I wanted you to lose, but Damn. Well, I was 0 for two. You were one for two, so collectively we got one right. But the one that we got right was almost perfect. I love that now that you lost, we We are, we, we become <laughs> the Are you you're oinking me. You're, oink me then. Oink me. I'm oinking you for jumping. Fuck jump, it. Oink for me. <laughs> jumping on to my victory. And as soon as I win, you're like, well, we got one right. <laughs> I got one right. You got both of them wrong, but mm-hmm. they were close. You weren't off uh, a whole lot on no. either one. And both of mine were a little tricky because I knew you were going to bring it today. Well, I brought Ajax in raccoon skin hat. I brought it, and you still got one right. My goal is obviously no no right. I don't have you maybe you have. Have you got zero right before? You probably have. Probably. I assume that I have. I mean But I've, you've been I've I've lose every time though, somehow. The amount of times <laughs> I time. yeah, the amount of times I lose in life, like I'm certain that I've lost at this game. Mm. So it's been another episode of Thrifty Podcast. Um, if you're not subscribed on iTunes already, subscribe, give us a five star review. Um, we're also on YouTube these days. We do thrift haul videos. Um, you'll see our thrift haul from today as well. That's up already at thrifty podcast on Twitter. Um, the thrifty gift shop has been popping a little bit. Yeah, on we, Instagram. We've got the items on Instagram. We've got the videos of us finding those items on Facebook. And uh yeah, on Facebook and on YouTube. And mm-hmm. a lot of times if you look at those videos, you might see them before they go up so you can get a heads up that yeah. something's going to pop up there. So yeah, check them out. Usually, well, it all depends. Chelsea, our very great friend that helps with the video work behind Thrifty Podcast. Um, Chelsea edits the videos and I do present them to you on Saturday, but sometimes you'll check out that YouTube and they'll be up there before Saturday. I'm just not telling. Yeah. And they're on our other, like the stories and our other weird social media, the back channels on Mm -hmm. that shit. Uh, the Twitter's out there, but yeah, Facebook, YouTube for the videos, 
peanut for in person. Mm-hmm. And we got to give it up to Steve Bears from Bluffs, stevebears.bandcamp.com. Bluffs, alternate reality, the theme to our show for many reasons. Bluffs is coming out with a new album. I heard some of the tracks off of it. And yeah, we're going to be copping some of that for some of the thrifty videos as well, too. We got to see if we can get Steve here for peanut, too. Oh, I Steve... I think maybe an in for Peanut too. They are an in, I think. If we can get played out as our WrestleMania moment, very cool. Yes. Um, but coming up again, yeah, podcast on at the Tolma Friday, April the twelfth. Um, shout out to our sponsor, Commonwealth Press, the softest shirts in America. That's not them. That's what I say. But cwpress.com. Right now, with an order of fifty t-shirts, you could get twelve for three. Just use the promo code thrifty podcast and Josh, as you beat me again in vintage versus modern i think we've made an official announcement that the next live show we are going to be retiring it so for the next live show i think we're going to do three each what do you think yeah and uh i know that there will be some folks out there who are sad to hear that vintage <laughs> versus modern will be yeah <laughs> but we've we've done other bits we've done other games and we've always replaced them with, I think, new and better things. Vintage versus Modern was a new incarnation of that. So mm-hmm. as we move forward, hopefully we continue to ease everybody just as much as Vintage versus Modern. And if not, only one option, get roached. Yeah.